I'm joined on the line by uh, Yamkela Spengane. He's a technology researcher. Langamandla, good evening to you, brother. How are you? Uh, oh. Your call has been placed on hold. Look at Yamkela. Please Yamkela's wait. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 guys. Wait, wait. i got to speak to some other people first. All right. Uh, he placed us on hold. Uh, let's see if uh, we'll get him back. 17 minutes it is after 8 p.m. I hope we've got Yamkela Spengane, technology researcher, on a much better line. Uh, Yamkela was bigger on hold there a few minutes ago. Yamkela? I, I'm here, I'm here. Uraki, yeah, Uraki, I'm, uh, I'm well, thanks. Okay. How are you? Yeah? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, you put us on hold there. Uh, uh, I yeah, apologize. I heard the white uh, teleprompter saying, oh, you know, you've been placed on hold. Yamgela, I want us to talk about what happened at Life Healthcare. Now, uh, I saw in a sense announcement early to yesterday morning, uh, them saying everything from the admission system right through to patient and client data, through to the data of doctors who, I guess, hire out rooms in their space and whose information they need to have on their systems. All of that has been breached and compromised uh, to the extent that uh, they are still undertaking an investigation and have had to revert to manual processing of uh, many of, I guess, the processes and procedures they have to follow to admit people uh, and to make sure that they receive uh, care that is necessary. What do you make of this, especially in the context of many other breaches that we've seen uh, that have uh, certainly hit many large South African businesses? It's actually the third major breach this year uh, that we've had. You remember in February, NetBank had a breach uh, where they said about 1.7 million uh, people's details could have been compromised in a breach. Uh, and there was a, another agricultural firm that also had a similar breach uh, earlier on. So we, we, we are seeing a pattern uh, of cybersecurity attacks happening in South Africa. And what happened uh, in, in life's scenario was that there was a brute force attack where almost the entire system uh, from email servers uh, right up to the admission systems, business process systems, uh, they were they were taken over by whoever the the, the, the hackers were, and they have them in control. Uh, we think it's for probably a ransom or for farming information that they want to use. Uh, someone could be wanting to sell this to a competitor or put it out there for one or other reason or find information about a patient or an exec. We don't know what exactly uh, the reason behind the breach is because the hackers have not come out and, and tell us what exactly the problem is. But we do know that uh, it was a brute force takeover of the system. Mm-hmm. And, and when you say brute force takeover of the system, I mean, let's maybe get to the mechanics of how this would happen. What, what vulnerability would have... Uh, you know, the data system at Live Healthcare had that would have made them susceptible to this kind of breach? So it could be anything. For instance, I, uh, it could have been a malware email that was sent in and the, probably they don't have uh, the necessary protection in, in their network system for their email. It could have been a memory stick. Someone could have just gone into the hospital, dropped a memory stick somewhere, one of the employees took it and put them uh, and put it in, in in one of the machines and through that the, that one of the machines uh, the malware was injected into the computer mm. and it could have access to the whole network uh, it could have been a hack where they exploited any vulnerability of the exposed systems so it could have been anything uh, right now uh, until the investigators sit down and assess what was the cause for the day zero uh, we can't be too sure but I would suspect the easiest way to hack something that big is to be able to then 
drop a memory stick somewhere. Many employees mm. will pick up the memory stick, put it in one of the computers. Uh, in this day and age, we know that memory sticks are not safe. You can't pick up anything and plug it into a computer, but many people still do. So uh, I, I would have suspected that someone took uh, a malware uh, stick, put it in the USB port, and it gave the network uh, access to the criminal. Mm. What's at stake here? Uh, you know, some people might say, well, if somebody has access to your information, what does it matter? I mean, uh, what impact is this going to have on the bottom line? What, what's at stake here? A lot could be at stake. Uh, we're talking patient records. Uh, people could be targeted in terms of their information. I mean, in, in your medical records, you put up intricate things, uh, very sensitive things. People could be targeted. Uh, very sensitive information of the company could be targeted in terms of their suppliers, the deals that they've made, their financials. Uh, everything that's in that system that they process through that system and has been compromised could uh, affect the company adversely. And we're talking things that can cost the company a lot of money uh, that the that, that, uh, attackers can actually use against the company. Mm, mm. For some of us who might not be familiar with what the cleanup job then looks like, uh, we know health, uh, sorry, Life Healthcare came out yesterday saying that uh, they're undertaking a rigorous and thorough investigation here to try and get to the bottom of what's happening. Uh, but uh, what would an investigation like that involve? So they're going to get uh, cybersecurity experts uh, on board. We're talking the, the best of the best in terms of cybersecurity are going to access uh, their access points, are going to scan through their whole network, are going to scan through their entire programs to find out maybe it could have been one of the system programs that they are using, be it a SAP or, or some other software they are using that has an exploitation on it. They're going to find the best of the best specializing in each and every component of their hardware and software and they're going to scan through for any form of malware that could have led into the attack and once they find that then they'll be able to then create a patch and breach and be able to then create better firewall systems to be able to protect themselves in future and firewall systems means their hardware policy their endpoint uh, security policy in terms of how memory stick policy works and everything else is going to change even i i believe how they are going to approach their software systems is going to change a lot going forward if they don't want to suffer the same attack. And it's also going to be an awareness uh, thing for the rest of the South African uh, private sector and public sector to say cybersecurity in this day and age is a very real thing. And if you do not back yourself up and make sure that you are ready, then you are the next victim after life. And I guess a lot of people listening in might think, ah, this is something for, for larger businesses who have large data sets that are vulnerable to this kind of attack and that, you know, if I'm running my own small operation, I shouldn't be bothered uh, about some of these, uh, you know, invasions or even these breaches of uh, one's cybersecurity. Is that true? It's not necessarily true. So cybersecurity mm. is something that is easier to build up with you. If you build principles of cybersecurity mm. from your small business up, it's much easier than to be a company like Life Healthcare that's worth billions of rand and you now have to redo everything across your entire Southern yes. African region. That is now a very costly, tedious, and uh, it's also an exercise that's going to affect your stock negatively as well. Mm. So you don't want to be a big business uh, doing that instead of doing it now without being forced to by cyber criminals, you can do it now on your own. Even for small businesses, 
it's easy to start implementing those principles because you might never know if uh, there's something that you have that is valuable that can just be jacked from you by installing malware through an email that you open and next thing your entire business offering is on is in jeopardy because of it as customers of the the life healthcare group any any concerns that uh, people might have i think you know at this point people don't know how much uh, I guess data is at stake here. Uh, the investigation is still underway. But, um, you know, if uh, you are a consumer of uh, uh, life healthcare, uh, I guess what what kind of information would be at stake here? And more importantly, uh, should you be scared? So if you've been a patient at life healthcare uh, and these people have your patient records, they might release them for a ransom at the dark net. I mean, the when you go to hospital, like I mentioned, we've got your contact details, we've got where you live, where you work, contacts of your next of kin. So basically, your entire life is in those patient records. Uh, your employee contacts, every, or, I mean, your employer contacts, everything that you need to be known about you as a patient, what you suffer from, what what you is out there for everyone to take. If you've got a condition, you don't want people finding out about someone might buy it off for 20 rand on the dark web. Uh, and we, we don't know what they want to do with it. So people who have been uh, interfaced with life healthcare as customers, as suppliers, their information is, is, is there for the taking, and we don't know what the people who have taken the information might want to do with it. Usually these people then take these bulk of records and they auction it off to people who want to buy it and use it. So now you might be getting calls from telemarketers or people trying to advertise whatever because they've bought your information now have access to it or other people who might use it for more more nefarious reasons. Mgela, mm-hmm. we'll have to leave it there, my brother, and a uh, uh, real pleasure catching up with you. And I guess I don't know what to make of this. I mean, uh, maybe the last question for me is, is a bigger systemic and more policy question, which is, you know, how do we prevent these uh, um, sort of moment, momentary attacks? Uh, and should companies really be putting aside maybe uh, I guess a fund or some resources uh, dedicated to, uh, I guess, being able to recover if and when this were to happen at some point in the future. So num- to answer your last last mm. question is to say that companies should be prepared not to be victims of this. So they must set up their systems. Cybersecurity should not be an afterthought in the IT department. Cybersecurity is now right up there with the most important things that a company has to think of in the fourth industrial revolution. So cybersecurity is going to happen to you. It might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, but soon enough it's going to happen to you if your systems are vulnerable. So as a company that's dealing with people's information, that's got uh, internet systems, that's got software and hardware, you need to be putting in place cybersecurity as a matter of critical importance for you. In terms of policy, We've got Poppy, but Poppy is not is not is not strong enough, and it, uh, I think it needs to be reinforced and it needs to be implemented in such a way that it forces across the board in the public and the private sector for cybersecurity to be adopted and to be taken seriously because now it affects uh, people's privacy, it affects that uh, uh, the, the the information that can leak out there uh, for the people. If you look at how Europe has approached the GDPR. It's something that we can learn from to be able to also discipline the big companies like your Microsoft, your Facebook, and others to comply with our poppy and start creating software that protects people's privacy. And in turn, it will also force the companies like Life and others that are going to be hacked to start taking cybersecurity much more seriously than they are today. Mm. I'm Keller. 
on that sobering note, we'll have to leave it there. And I certainly hope uh, that uh, more and more companies are really investing in the preventative side of many of these cyber attacks because, indeed, there is a lot at stake. Yamgela Spengane, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Aya. Good evening. Awesome stuff. Yamgela Spengane, technology researcher, uh, speaking to us for our tech conversations. And uh, I guess uh, in relation to uh, that breach of uh, the cyber defenses of the Life Healthcare Group. Let me know what you think about that. I'd love to hear from you. Give us a ring on 089-110-3377. And also checking out those tweets on at MetroFMSA. Use the hashtag MetroFMTalk.